The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Hi, I'm Liz Winstead. I'm Moji Alawode-L. And we're the hosts of Feminist Buzzkills, the only weekly podcast that helps you navigate the post-Roe hellscape. We dissect all the news from that sketchy intersection of abortion and misogyny with our guests, the abortion providers and activists working on the ground. Plus, we have amazing comedians to help us laugh through the rage. Feminist Buzzkills drops Fridays wherever you get your pod fix. Listen and subscribe, because when BS is popping, we pop off. M-S-W Media. Welcome to Teacher Quit Talk. I'm Miss Redacted. And I'm Mrs. Frazzled. Every week we explore the teacher exodus to find out what, if anything, could get these educators back in the classroom. We've all had our moments where we thought, what the hell am I doing here? From burnout to bureaucracy to soul-sucking stressors and creative dead ends. From recognizing when it was time to go to navigating feelings of guilt and regret afterwards, we're here to cut out the gaslighting and get real about what it means to leave teaching. We've got insights from former teachers from all over the country who have seen it all. So get ready to be disturbed. Join us on Teacher Quit talk to laugh through the pain of the U.S. education system. We'll see you there. Well, as you know, we embrace diversity here at the Stephanie Miller Show, and I've never seen so much diversity in underwears as Tomboy X. I got the new rainbow ones. I even got the rainbow shirt. You can use it as a t-shirt or jammies. Fancy? Awesome. And that's a v-neck. It's so pretty. Okay. Listen, it's like nobody took the time to design authentic underwear for strong, independent, right? Comfortable with yourself people like us. Tomboy X did. They created underwear that makes you feel like, you know, this underwear doesn't just fit. It gets me. Yes, I'm feeling proud. So I got the entire pride line. The underwear. I've got the uh, jammies. I've got the t-shirt. Tomboy X since 2014 has been making brazenly unapologetic underwear for all bodies, all shapes, all genders, all sizes, really all sizes from boxer briefs to bikinis, boy shorts to bras. Every pair of Tomboy X is created to fit you and how you see yourself and they've expanded way beyond underwear too and with their love at first wear guarantee you can order risk-free while you find your perfect fit discover your inner tomboy let me get you started with my special discount go to tomboy x under the code stephanie to get an extra 20 percent off that's an extra 20 percent off when you enter stephanie at tomboyx.com that's tomboyx.com restrictions apply see site for details Hi, I'm Francis Callier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela, and welcome to The Final Word. Westwood One presents The Final Word. The Final, the final Word. The Final Word. With Frangela. Frangela. The Final Frangela. Word. No bump bump. <laughs> no dunk dunk. No noise at all. This is the thing. She's cackling like that was a choice, but I have a feeling this is a carryover from the first try of saying the title where you weren't entirely... Did you do that thing where you pause for a second and I can see the fear in your eyes? Totally. You're not entirely sure what's going on, I'm not, I have no but you idea. don't want to back up off of it, uh, no. but you don't want to I don't want to commit. I don't want to commit. I don't want to commit. So you're just like teetering on the edge of the, the word yes. that just came out of your mouth. It's so exciting. Yeah, this is the podcast. Yes. Thank you. Good. Thank you. Thank you I'm, for joining us here. I want to remind you that you can follow 
follow us at all the social medias at Frangela Duo. That's D-U-O. And also go to the, the final word podcast.com. And you can write us at Frangela08 at gmail.com. And we do respond to all our emails. We are a little bit behind because of filling in for Stephanie Miller over the last week and, sh- and then like one day last week. Mm-hmm. But um, we will catch up. Yes, we will. Uh, so this is going to be a special podcast because this is an opportunity for us to just get some things off our chest because we don't, you know, we're talking about the news in general, but there's a lot of other things that we don't get to talk about. Yes. And so we decided to, for uh, this week's podcast to just go through. We each kind of th- talked about things that are annoying us or that are difficult um, or that we see as a consistent sort of issue in the news or in the world at the moment. Mm-hmm. And um, things that we don't, we sort of hit on when we talk about different stories that are more timely for that week, but we never get the opportunity to deal with them as their own issue. So that's what we're going to do this week. So if you're sick of hearing about uh, certain things, guess what? You don't have to. Yes. Uh, this week is going to be the week where we complain yeah. and celebrate. Yes. First up, let's talk about uh, reporting. And reportage. Yes. Oh, okay. girl, so many things. You go first. Okay. Uh, one, one of the things is like, I, I what's driving me crazy is when I look up, it's the narrative. And, you know, you guys have heard us talk about it in the past. You know, the fact that the way that everything gets put together, it's the Democrats aren't doing this. So the, this isn't happening here. Every day, every day I feel like the, the reporting is really slanted towards the White House. I'm yes. just going to say it. Yeah, I feel like it's it's slanted towards Trump, and it's slanted in a way that there. It's not so much that they're on the administration's side, no. But that what they are doing is is that you know they're instigating. Well, yeah, and 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 if and if there was a wound. What they're doing is, is they're pouring salt in it and they're not. And, you know, if we keep having this conversation about we need to come together as a country and this and that. But it, no, it's no. never going to happen. No, it's never going to happen because the reporting really isn't helping anybody. Well, I have to. First of all, I I have a problem with the goal of coming together as a nation. Right. Um, and the reason I do is because the, there was a civil war and I don't feel that that was because people couldn't agree. It's mm-hmm. been suggested that it was a difference of opinion that just got out of hand. Blah, blah, blah. But it was about the ownership of human beings. Yeah. And that's not something we're ever going to agree to disagree about. So from my point of view, I'm not looking for a country where I embrace and love people who are active terrorists, seditious assholes who are out here lynch, trying to lynch people and mm-hmm. scare people and make people submit. They don't have, in my country, those people don't have the ability to do that. That they can think what it, you can think and believe whatever you want, but you're not able to carry that out right. against your neighbor, against whoever. Um, I think one of the problems I have with, the bigger problem I have with how reporting is done right now is, we're now at the point where I'm down to three hours of NM- MSNBC that I can watch. And I can't watch CNN at all because all I do is scream at the TV. And then those three hours that I'm watching are just Nicole Wallace, Chris Hayes, and Rachel Maddow. And I got to tell you, Chris Hayes sometimes is, 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 is getting harder for me. Right. And part of the reason. I wanted, I wanted Ari to work out oh, so Ari, you know what? much. I liked Ari Melber. Me too. I feel betrayed by I Ari Melber. I had a crush. Thank you. I had a crush on Ari I did too. I had a little crush. I had like a little too, beastie boy, white boy. I could just smell the polo color on him <laughs> and see him in his like his like skinny jeans yeah. and like talking like he's a rapper yeah. and I appreciate his appreciation of hip hop but in his own show I despise 
despise him. Yeah. I think that he is annoying and fake, and he is about perpetuating. You know, the, the, at the the same time, horrible things are happening, and he's he's talking about you know Beyonce and Jay Z's album dropping. It's like it's like I get it, dude. It's fake. Yeah, it's he fake. just feels really he destroyed himself for me the minute I got to see more of him. Oh. He was the kind of boyfriend you're supposed to like once a month. Okay, and you know who else? I'm mm-hmm. I'm I'm you know I'm teetering on, and I felt like you know what I I'm felt so like- excited. Hugh Hewitt lost his show. That, oh, was, that awesome. was that was great. That was awesome. I feel sort of bad because I felt like I talked you into Stephanie Rule or got you on the Stephanie Rule. Here's the deal, thing. though. And now, I don't. Well, here's the problem. What I've learned about El- Velshin Rule is yes, they have to be together. They have to be together. I have a shot at like actually alone. I end up liking Stephanie Rule more. Really? And then it, it, it took me a while to realize that because she's more passionate in some ways but yes. sometimes it gets on my nerves because she interrupts people and there have been times when I know the person isn't disagreeing with her but she won't let them finish their sentence you know and, see, and I love Velshi more than I like I her that. I think alone. he's easier to love I, yes. th- I do think he's easier to love but my problem is when they're when they're not together it, it doesn't work it's kind of like us it's, it's just like, like us. what's the point well, yes. but th- my my real issue isn't the the personalities of the people my real issue is things like for number we've talked about this before last week in another podcast Yes. The repetition of information that has not been verified as if it's fact. So we have heard repeatedly that there are 2,300 and some white, first of all, children who've been separated from their parents. That number is actually, we've been told at, by people like Lawrence O'Donnell's, the only person I've seen really hammer this home. Mm-hmm. That number was never correct. That that number was actually, there were a thousand kids that were d- separated after that number got reported. So that number's always been over 3,000. And here's my thing. Why are we okay with estimates on people's lives? Yeah. Like, this isn't like, um, oh, we think there were so many people in the crowd at the inauguration. This is children who are allegedly, you shouldn't be able to give me an exact number because you're supposed to be recording who they are and their information. Yes. You shouldn't even have to count. That should, you should be able to look at the computer and it says a number. So my problem is that they are, number one, they are allowing this administration and ICE to continually give them estimates without questioning that. Yes. You have not heard one reporter be like, I'm sorry, why can't you give us the exact number? Mm-hmm. Are you refusing to or do you not have it? Yeah. Because that's my first problem. My second problem is stuff like, and in this is not just on TV journalism, in print, reading stories in the New York Times and Washington Post, where they say uh, 500 children have been reunited. That has show it to me. Right, I haven't seen that. I haven't. I've, I've, I've seen, seen two. I've, 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 I've seen, seen two. maybe four or five reunifications. No, I think two of those were the same woman on two different channels. <laughs> I'm not even kidding because that happened to me. I'm not even trying to be a smartass. That I was like, oh look at this mother with her daughter, and then I went, oh wait a minute, I think that's that same lady, but it's yeah. a different channel on a different day. Like I do think there's one of those. So you've seen. Let's just let's just give it a ten. Let's say that you've seen ten reunifications. Right. That's, that's not a five, far cry from, from five hundred. So I want to know why it. Where did you get this number? Why are you repeating it? Why are you acting like it? It's still true and if you can't verify it number one and then, then my other thing around that is the use of the never things well it, this has to do with moving out of that story into michael cohen michael cohen gave an interview uh, off the it wasn't um on tv right, right? It wasn't televised or whatever i guess but uh with uh, george stephanopoulos yes and he in this interview said george stephanopoulos asked him if his loyalty was to trump and he said i believe that's the how the question was phrased mm-hmm. and his response was my first loyalty is to my family and i think he said something like specifically you know my children my wife whatever my family my second is to my country right he never said the sentence i am not my my i am not loyal to trump right or i intend to to work for or with robert Mueller, or i'm about to give he never said any of those things but in their this is what they do all day long on on msnbc and cnn they take that comment and then 
by the time I'm watching um, at like 11, they're having discussions about how Michael Cohen is clearly signaling that he's ready to flip. Let me tell you. Maybe a signal. Let me not maybe this. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you what happens for me is that it, it is like the news for me is like getting a piece of remember when in the 70s you get a piece of gum and you be able to chew that gum and it oh, would have flavor for hours and it would have flavor and it you would have bounce it, and you it would pop, pop it thank you Angela yeah. thank you the news but now new gum new gum is over in five minutes if, 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 if you get five minutes the time, out of you can't it. Any, get good, any good real pops out no of you it. can't get no flavor out you of it you can't do that really annoying like Popping. And it's become wax in your mouth. Mm-hmm. That is what I consider reporting and reportage in the news today. They are now not by the stating time, things correctly. Exactly. By the time you, it comes out, 20, 40 minutes later, it has been extrapolated yep. to the point that by the time you get to 10, it came out at 7 o'clock, by the time it gets to 10 o'clock, there is no flavor. It is dead. It's well, like beating yep. a dead horse. I watched the one man on this panel and the other panelists start to sort of shrink in their chairs because he calls it out, right? Mm-hmm. It's a guy who was filling in for Ari Melber, who is Ari, you, there are better people. I, you look boo. Yeah, I don't like your show, but don't pick somebody who, don't pick the, the G-level team. Totally. I mean, way below D to protect your job. That's right. what I believe went on here, because this man really, he kept screwing things up, and he was really, he just was one of those people that's like, it's it, you feel like you're looking at a blank space, like that one Black Mirror episode, uh-huh. where like John Hamm is like, a, becomes a blank space. Yes, yes. Um, He's like that. So, it, he, But he was saying, he was saying that, you know, and this is how they're saying it, Michael Cohen uh, made this in this interview clearly signaling to Mueller that he's ready to cooperate not may, the one that you could one possibility right and here's another possible way to interpret this just stating it as if first of all any of those things had been stated and the one guy went can I just stop and say something here you guys this is a horrible man this is a completely unethical man he's behaved unethically his entire life and career his what this man does is pay women to shut up about assault exactly. and about relationships and you there's no reason to believe that suddenly he's become honorable or, or law-abiding and, and no, he never once in this interview says I am not loyal to Trump he never he made family is Trump he never once said I'm going to cooperate with this investigation or I'm gonna he didn't say any of those things but you've spent four hours with teams of pundits suggesting so here's my problem if you didn't read that interview or see it and you just turn on the news or you just read an article about it, you walk away thinking that, that Michael Cohen said he's going to flip on the president yes. and he's not loyal to Donald Trump. Yep. But he didn't, that didn't happen. And let me tell you the other issue that I have going on in uh, in news reporting right now is a level of, I'm looking at everybody wanting to be a star. Oh my God. And so there was a time in this country, Angela. Thank you. There was a time, was a time. when Ra- Walter Cronkite mm-hmm. was just a reporter mm-hmm. and he reported the news. Maybe he even had a cigarette on the desk. Maybe, girl. And, and I wouldn't he was even, a hard working news and person. I would, and I wouldn't, question, I wouldn't question that bottle of whiskey down by his feet. Mm-hmm. He's okay, there all day and all night. All day, all night. He, sometimes he needs a snort. He okay? needs a snort to get through this. Okay. Okay. Teapot Dome was a big deal, y'all. <laughs> yes. So That's my before that that's, <laughs> that's, that's all right. bad that's all right. timing that's all right. but it's you get what I'm you, saying I know where you're going but here's my problem is that the goal no longer is to write your to your, do a good your, article. Your article to do to, to, be, to do your column to be up it's not it's not Rosencrantz and what it's in Gildenstern <laughs> our day <laughs> Oh, I'm talking about all uh, the president's men. Yeah, deep throat. Oh, oh yeah, uh, but, um, that Bernie Bernie Bernstein, Wood, 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 Wood
not Bernie Brillstein. <laughs> we need to bring what back Bernie Brillstein. Wait, are you oh, sure that? Because that sounds like a Broadway act too. Yeah, it does. Bernstein. That sounds like a Broadway act. It could be them though. You know, okay, oh, look. Oh my God, my brain is killing me. Here's the okay. point. Here's the point. There was a time when reporters could, they were triple threats. They tap danced, they sang, and they reported. No, the point is that, yeah, there's no more, there's the story, all of the reporters. It's Woodward and Bernstein. Okay, there you go, Woodward and Bernstein. But doesn't that sound like a, Like if I told you, like, they're Woodward starred and Bernstein. <laughs> Give, say, our regards to Broadway. <laughs> we're Woodward and Bernstein. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That doesn't. Yeah, all right. Okay. So okay, the point okay. is, first of all, we're comedians. So yes. Don't even judge our report. Don't, don't even judge and we us. We do check, but, but this I don't. I try to be, and we do. You know what? We make mistakes all the time, but I try to be precise. You know, is within the limits of Google yes. and our abilities about things. And what I can tell you is that it's really frustrating to watch these reporters people like Casey DC yes which is horrible um I mean horrible and, and, here's the and, thing. The, and you see these people trying to develop this sort of like persona, persona. yeah Maggie Haberman and is he, the one that drives me crazy oh, she's, and you yeah. know what and, and when I here's the thing I you know I did go go in on her a little bit and the thing she is deserves, that, she's been she's, out there she's a great reporter but mm-hmm. I but me having to watch her learn to get her sea legs as a commentator and that the, the, their goal well, is yeah. the goal is is that okay no longer am I going to be a rep- just a reporter the goal is to now become a half a million to a million dollar commentator it's basically an op-ed on TV on TV which and, is very frustrating to me because there's news going on and here's the thing and what you're talking about I think is this too is that all day long if you're watching the news and there are days when we you know I do I'm watching checking in a lot Everybody's reporting the same story over and over again. And to make matters worse, not only are they reporting the same story, but they're recycling the same people. So what happens is I watch Andrea Mitchell reports. And for some reason, Andrea Mitchell isn't in that day. So it's Casey of KCDC. So she's in. But guess who's on as a guest? Andrea Mitchell. Then the next hour, Casey's filling in for somebody else. And guess who's on? Ari Melber. But he's not on his show. He's on somebody else's show. Or my favorite one was there was a day where I believe um, Katie Turr was on like four shows in a row Mm -hmm. hosting. And I was like, just... At the very least, do you not look at your programming for the day? Is there no executive producer who says, okay, since so-and-so spent an hour you know, trying to decode or untangle the statements from this Michael Cohen interview, obviously you hit on these things because you don't know when people are tuning in. But do we need to spend an hour having the exact same discussion with almost all the same people? Yeah. Or could we, I'd like to remind you people that, the earth the, there's still a, a, a volcano erupting yeah. in Hawaii that the Rohingya are still being massacred yep. that, that, that there's their wars that the Trump administration is trying to pull out of the World Trade Organization and NATO that that there are all these things happening around the planet Mexico just had a really important election there have been elections across South America that have vet by have huge consequences for policies in, in our work with those places from from right-wing governments to some some very liberal and left-wing governments you're not hearing about any of that because they're all day long de- trying to decode a sentence in which that didn't happen. Well, you know what? And not only that, not only that, it is everybody's trying to come up. Yes. Everybody's it's trying like to come an audition. Up. You see it's people's Anna, looks. And, and oh, oh, girl. Oh, girl. let me tell you something about their looks. Girl. People have, their, what's her name's been changing her hair every week? Dark hair, Jennifer. Yes. Um, you know who yes. I'm talking about. She's yes. from, I want to say she's from Washington Post. Yes. Is it, is it Halberstern? 
That's you're thinking Haberman. I think. No, not Haberman. What's but you name? know, she's changed. She's been, it's like she's been trying out different hairdos. Yeah, you know what I mean. But everybody, you can tell. You know who I do love though. What's her name with the pins? Yeah. What's her name? Homegirl with the pins. Yeah. The pins. She wore Kelly House gave her a bunch of pins. Our friend yeah. Kelly House, and she's been wearing them. Um, she's really nice, and she seems really happy. Yes, but she she, she definitely had a freshening recently. Yes, yeah, she did. Uh, the, I mean, watching the sort of attempt to. I don't know, distinguish who you, what your show is. And then I look, and then there are people who are just straight up biting off of other people's style. Yeah. Like Katie Turr, dude, my friend. That's Maddow. Dude, yeah. that is so nice. Also, you. let me tell you, can we also, since I'm getting it off my chest on CNN, it is no longer news after six o'clock. It is Stop people screaming. Breaking, Stop with it's the breaking people, news, too. It's people screaming at each other. Yeah. It's people, it, it is like every, yeah. it's not even conversation. No. It's Whenever not Jake Tapper has an interview, you know that's what it's going to be. And, and, <laughs> like and, that's, and then that's um, what's Cuomo. Be. Yeah. Uh, is just Chris Cuomo. He, Chris yeah, he Cuomo just he's just yelling now. I he's like what he's yelling. saying, but he's just yelling. He's just yelling. <laughs> yeah, and it's, he's inviting other people to yell at each other. It just—I feel like you know. And then when you read the news, more of the news that I'm reading, there are words in these articles that are not reporter. There, it is op-ed languaging. Yeah, it is. You know, because when you say Michael Cohen has signaled to, that he's ready, that he will cooperate to the Mueller investigation, how? How do you know that? Where does it say that? Where did he say that? That is an interpretation that you're making. Yep. You have the responsibility as a reporter to identify it as such, to say one interpretation is possibly this is a signal to the investigation that he's ready to cooperate, or possibly it isn't. Or po- But no, they state it as if it's an absolute fact. Yeah. And then people, that to me, that is fake news. You've made up something. Yeah. And they create this huge, they try to create some sort of groundswell, and I believe it is an echo chamber. Yeah. I don't believe that anybody, but that, yelling at each other about it and it's annoying because i want the information and i do i'm going to the bbc i'm going to everywhere i can to find out what's happening on this planet because heaven forbid you know michael cohen says something because then we're off to the races on that yeah and somehow this this past week we have really moved away from the children and that's what they wanted and yeah. they want you to not talk with these children but they are still being detained they are still in prison and they are still there are massive allegations of abuse and we are I think it is reprehensible and immoral that I'm looking at a news channel that spends its entire news day on a so-called interview and things that didn't happen and it is not checking in on world or even national news okay so another thing we want to talk about is civility fuck civility and yeah i'm so sick of being told to be the fuck you with the civility fuck 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 fuck, fuck civility here's my issue it's um and i've talked about this before in various ways and we've talked about it is is that we were all raised you know in this you know judeo-christian world society that we're supposed to be really, really nice to each other. But here we are. We are in a literal fight for democracy in our lives. Mm-hmm. And it's about to get worse and worse and worse. And the the way that we are allowing them to frame civility, which is that it's uncivil when we protest. Right. We're allowing them confront, to frame. Yeah. It, we're, we're allowing them to frame that that if we speak up and speak out, we're being uncivil. That we are being uncivil when we disagree. What I am watching, what I am watching them support Scott Pruitt, who is just 
absolutely corrupt. Yeah. And not at all upset about it or ashamed. Not even trying to hide it. it not trying to hide it. And when a woman Basically speaks out. Basically yelling, can my wife have a Chick-fil-A? Totally. I mean. A, and then when you watch a woman come out and confront him about it. In, but, 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 in no way violently. No. And in no way ru- just saying this, I think that you should resign. These are the accusations against you. That's it. Absolutely. And so then you sit there. But they want the interviews with her. It's like, do you feel like you should be doing that? Yes. Yes, she should be doing we that. We pay his salary. Absolutely. We paid for the fucking soundproof ele- phone booth. Shit, we, we paid we, for that foodie stuffing in his in his in his gob. We right paid now. for the two security guards watching him stuff it in his face. Yes, absolutely. These are public servants. When did? Let me tell you something about civil disobedience. It's not polite. No, it's not supposed to be polite. I do not. These people owe me an explanation. Yeah, I don't owe them shit. They have a job. I don't. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like my thing is, if you think that's uncivil, try driving while black one day yeah I, I just really get sick of this discussion as if the way that we do things is the problem no it isn't the problem is that we let people get away with this yes we let people you know why masterpiece cake got up to the supreme court because none of us in that neighborhood nobody in that neighborhood stood up and was like fuck you and stop going there that's right and that is the truth we can stay everyone these people when you hear about a permit patty uh, to calling the cops trying mm. to call she did call the cops and lied about it called 911 an eight-year-old girl selling water like basically a lemonade stand but water on the street we talked this with a uh, pool pool patty. Yeah. She just got she assaulted a 15 year old black slapped kid. him three times. Slapped him while he and, and to try to force them out of the pool, the public pool. Yeah, she's at least been arrested for assault. Um, but these people, you know, they lose their jobs. My thing, what happened at the Starbucks? And I can't remember the woman's name who taped it and put it up. Yeah, here's my deal. Absolute, do you have the absolute right, if not responsibility, when you see a member of our government who has done any, if they've done something laudable, that nobody's wrong, nobody has a problem with you going up and saying, I love what you do, sir. Yeah. But I have the same right to go up and say, you know what, I don't like what you're doing. I don't feel that you've acted appropriately. I, wh- why I, don't, have, I don't have the right to threaten you. You're a public servant. But I, I do have the right to say something. Absolutely. And he, But they're threatening us every single day. Yes. Donald Trump very directly calls for violence against people. Yeah. Yeah. They are very direct. Milos Yiannopoulos, or however you say his name, he's calling for reporters to get shot. Then they do. He refuses to apologize for it. And that story just sort of dies. Yeah. But you want to get mad at a woman who has her constitutional First Amendment right, goes up to a public employee, an employee of our government, and tells this person what she does not like about their work. And that's not civilized. Yeah. That's not being civil. I think it's uncivilized to sit there and break bread with people who do this. Yeah. I think it's uncivilized to sit in a room. I don't do that. I don't sit down with racists. You yeah. When I was in college, um, I had uh, an English class, and I really liked this professor, so it was very really disappointing. But we, um, one of the things we had to do is keep a journal, which I always think is stupid, but whatever, um, for the class. And he one day went for uh, this kid. Uh, now, this is an English r- class, right? There was no reason for this. A fellow student stood up and said, you know what? I know that there are black students here who had a lower GPA than my, my friend, and he didn't get in, and I don't think that's fair. And so, yeah, that Lindsay's like, wait, what? I said, exactly. So I looked up from my book that we were supposed to be fucking talking about. And I went, I'm sorry, that's crazy. And yeah. I was like, and I, and, and, and so we had it back and forth and it got a little like heated. I, I don't really remember, but it's, it's been a minute, mm-hmm. but like it got a little bit heated, but I remember the professor, he kind of like stopped and he intervened and said, you know what I've noticed is that it's really hard sometimes for people to hear each other. For example, the other night I went out to dinner with the grand dragon of the Ku Klux Klan. And while we were sitting there at Seva, which by the way is a vegan restaurant <laughs> in Ann Arbor, if you just want to picture this. The Grand Dragon of the Ku Klux Klan at the vegan restaurant. Right. But anyway. Right. Um, he's like, 
like, I'm at the, or vegetarians, one or the other, but I think it was vegan. Um, he's like, I'm sitting there because a friend of mine is doing research on the Klan. And what I realized is what a personable guy he was. He wasn't evil. We had a really great discussion. Are I you took, fucking kidding me? I am me? not fucking kidding you. And so my journal entry was basically, fuck you. Yeah. I was like, what would have happened if I'd come up to you at that table? Yeah. I'm sure he seems civilized to you. You're a white guy. Yeah. Like, I just, it was just, but to me, you don't sit at the table and break bread with those people. Yeah. You don't sit at the table with Milos. You don't defend him. No. You don't sit down and you don't allow these people to steal our money to, to, to do this and then not call them out on it. Well, here I'm going to say it and I'm going to curse about it, Angela. Please do. We were supposed to stop cursing, but maybe like next week. Let me tell you something. But that is the pussy fuck shit that's going on right uh, you now. You know, I believe pussies are powerful, just like Sally Field. Yes, I do. I understand. She's the C word. But she you said, understand. The, the, the C word is know. a beautiful, powerful thing. But you know what I mean. This I know is what you the mean. problem. They weak ass. They weak ass. They weak ass. Weak. I'm going to tell you something. It is such a level of weakness that my pussy we, will kill you oh tell shit. me let me tell you that right the heck let now. me tell you something it, don't it, act it wrong puts, it puts death in grip, the work death grip <laughs> okay. i invented okay you know what you gotta dial it back dial it back okay <laughs> this is why we have to stop swearing because this is where it goes <laughs> we are, the domino theory works in our mind here's the thing here's the thing you know i am sick and tired and the reality is is that if we do not stand up and i'm talking about start standing up right now that's right if we are not at every protest if we're not calling every day people this is going to get to this next point really quickly before we 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 talk about it people don't understand that we are in for the fight of our lives in terms of this democracy they're, they're if you want to keep if you mm-hmm. want to keep a have a country that you want to you want you will be able to live in and i'm talking that if you are not a straight white christian Cis male wealthy who wealth. is wealthy if you are not those things then you need to you have to get up and and be and if you are those things part. show the fuck up and act right yes because the reality is rob reiner acts right on why y'all can't act right the reality is is that what they are preparing this country for is, a, you know, a mass exodus. <laughs> I mean, the fact that you get mad about that, that I have to hear people and I, I'm very disappointed and I, I don't use the word disappointed lightly because I feel like it's too personal a word. It doesn't make it, it acts like you have some sort of ownership over someone. But um, Bernie Sanders coming out and giving a speech supporting Sarah Sanders and saying it was wrong to confront Sarah Sanders. It was wrong. It, I was that like, was wrong. I was like, you know what? What you just did was wrong because we have the absolute right, if not responsibility to confront people. This woman lies. Yeah. Every day up there, willfully and knowingly, and she insults every single report in the room directly. Or Nancy insults. Pelosi coming up out against Maxine Waters. Yeah, that shit. Let me tell you something, Nancy. You've been on my list for a minute already. Okay? Already for that bullshit. But when this, you do not do, this is ridiculous. Yes. It's like, they have kids, they have baby jails, and you're upset that people are calling them out on it? That's right. Stop trying to out-polite each other, because we're not talking about, we have never, we do not advocate violence. We're not going to get fact, this cookie. We're not going to get this that's cookie. That's right, and we never, in fact, we've had people put up numbers for, like, somebody tried to put up some ICE agent, alleged ICE agent's personal, like, phone, phone numbers up, and I, you know, I blocked it, and whenever we see stuff like that, we block it, we write to the person, we're like, look, dude, don't do that, because because we, we, while we're not extremely famous, we do have a broad enough reach. Like, it's just not cool to do right. that. But my thing is, if every time I leave my house, it's, a, it's like famous people, right? It's like, you li- they leave their house, they understand there's a certain amount of public curiosity about what they're doing. Mm-hmm. But when we're talking about members of our government, that curiosity, curiosity is actually socially 
politically relevant. Yes. Like it is important what these people are doing with their time and our money. So, and that's, you know that's, what? You know, for me, it's like being told you don't have the right to engage me when you're the president of the United States, when you are I speaking the, for. They just said that he can't block people. Right. The court, because that if he's going to use Twitter as a public forum for announcements, he's not allowed. But what I, you haven't seen from that ruling is the follow up of is he not blocking people exactly. now? Exactly. Did those people get unblocked? And then we're back to our, our first complaint, which is bad reporting. Yeah. Because I don't think that that's changed. Right, 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 right. Let's talk about getting out of Dodge before we get out of this podcast. So I feel like the reality is this keeps happening um, to us. And I don't know if it's happened to you in your personal life. We've mentioned it on Stephanie Miller, maybe here once or twice. In various areas of our lives, various a f- number of people have suggested that we be ready to leave the United States. Yep. And these are not, and I'm not talking about your freaky friend. No, no, not you know conspiracy I mean? Carl. No, who has, you know, they never put tinfoil on their heads. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're not into that. They don't just read one blog every day or something. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about people we talked about. I don't know if we talked about it here, if it was on Stephanie Miller's show, about uh, a friend of ours talking to somebody who worked at the Southern Poverty Law Center. Mm-hmm. And this I don't person- think we talked about it. I feel like we talked about maybe at Stephanie, but maybe we didn't. But in any case, we'll say it here. Um, I have a friend who was talking to somebody at the, this woman who works at the Southern Poverty Law Center. She's worked there for something like 25 years, studying the rise of uh, white nationalism and how it has infected itself throughout various levels of our government, particularly in the judiciary, throughout the national, state, and local level judgeships and attorney generals and all that. And she was talking about, and then Malcolm Nance came on when we were on filling in for Stephanie Miller and he talked about how that branching out is actually all over the world. Yep. Um, and the worldwide uh, fascist movements that are burgeoning. And then are already doing things like forcing, uh, although I hate to use the word force because I don't feel like you're ever forced, but, but it, people like Angela Merkel to start, you know, moving, moving, further to the moving right. more right in response to her possibly losing power or mm-hmm. losing her, you know, being the uh, president or of a uh, prime minister, or whatever. I think it's president, right? Um, in Germany, uh, moving her stance on immigration to be closer to this right wing th- movement that's happening, which mm-hmm. is dangerous. We've been told by various people that you should have, they've asked us, do you have a go plan? Or like the Southern Poverty Law Center woman said to my friend after this discussion, said, oh, and by the way, what's your, do you have all your paperwork in order? And my friend was like, give me like my birth certificate and stuff like that. She's like, yeah. She goes, no, no, I mean your asylum paperwork. Yep. I mean, you should be thinking about countries that where you might be able to apply for asylum and few countries where you maybe know anybody or a family that lives or maybe you have a some sort of background there can help you know ancestrally speaking for some nations but you should look into places that will give you a under some what the conditions are to get asylum and get that paperwork ready now these are not when i tell you this it sounds crazy but i'm talking about some pretty in the system work within the system straight up people i'm not talking any these aren't even people who would ever call themselves independent here's my point my point to this is is that as we are sitting here in this country watching people be denied entry into this country from el salvador for asylum. from for asylum and for, then the reporters was, keep calling them illegal entry when they were uh, actually trying to apply for asylum exactly from guatemala from various com- countries. Honduras. Ecuador. Here's my problem. You, we as Americans do not believe, cannot conceive of the fact that you one day could be running for your life out of this country. And, you know, and so for me, the fight is now. It's the cry now or yeah. cry later well, fight. When the, this is the problem. When the fighters are telling you to pack. Exactly. And get your paperwork in order. You're exactly. like, whoa, 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 whoa. SPLC, I've been counting on you. Exactly. SPLC, you're the ones. And she's like, we should get this together. Because I, here's the deal. In this, Yeah, it's The Handmaid's Tale, 
the, what the episode that gets me in the first season, and I have issues with the show, uh, the way it's done as different from the mm-hmm. book. But putting that aside, the way that they take, they disenfranchise women is actually really simple. Mm-hmm. They just pass law that women can't have money. And then one day, everybody's at work, whatever, and suddenly all your money's out of your account. Because That's we all right. keep our money in bank accounts. And so all they do is press some buttons and suddenly your money goes to the nearest male relative you have. Yeah. Which may be some your ex husband, which yeah. may be somebody you've never met, which may be so that and so right away you're like oh, and then all of a sudden they just send guards in all at once into places of work, and all the women are they force them to leave, and women can no longer work, and then it gets a rule if a woman's get caught is caught with actual money, that's a crime. Yep. So you have to use these little chits that you can only get from men to mm-hmm. get food, and what, so it actually doesn't. There's no violent overthrow, right. and I think that you know we talked about we've talked about, and I'm sure lots of people have talked about and looked into. The rise of fascism in other countries, but the of course the first place we think of is Germany. Mm-hmm. When we think about the rise of the Nazi uh, party there, and how when you know Hitler got elected, like and he got elected and appointed, and then he just sort of there was no coup, violent coup. Mm-hmm. But what they did in the time period before they you don't start with labor camps, no. you don't start with death camps. What you start with is you start making unions illegal. Which by the way, the Supreme Court well, just attacking, did. just they didn't make it illegal, illegal. illegal. But, 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 but they opened up. They happened to, uh, They've definitely opened up an attack on unionization and yeah. there has been for years but at the Supreme Court level there was a huge blow that in this ruling a couple weeks ago um, they start ta- they start attacking free speech rights you start seeing reporters getting uh, slammed and picked off and 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 singled out and they start arresting reporters yeah. they started um, arresting uh, communists and uh, revolutionary pe- people who were leftist uh, workers yeah anybody who would fight for a large pop the population that they always intended to get out because they knew they could turn the nation's energy and hatred against them which was the Jewish population within these nations yeah. they knew that they could use racism that they could use that anti-Semitism to galvanize people to put their party in power so first they got rid of everybody who would fight for them that's right and here's the thing and then they got rid of them yeah and here's the thing at the end of the day you you're we're watching this happen yeah don't and don't get confused about it. We're you're, we're watching this. Trump this is happening. It. He said he would. Why don't people? I would like people to treat me the way Kim Jong Un gets said. That, he said about the president of uh, China. Is it yes. China who just made himself president mm-hmm. for life? For life. That, that's a good idea. Maybe we should do that. Let me tell you what I've said since the very beginning. And now I'm, I said it. It's sort of I I admit a sort of exaggerate, like hyperbole at the moment. But I'm more and more concerned about it. How much would it take? For when these elections are coming up, if they think they're losing, or even if they don't, first of all, we, they have done nothing about Russian meddling. Mm-hmm. There's that whole issue, right? But no, he's about to go have a, a, a sit down hell. alone. He's going to go traipsing through the woods with Putin. Yeah, because that always works out. North Korea is just enriching more uranium. But anyway, so um, that when what is happening is that they can. What would it take for the the government to say, certainly the attorney general, the Justice Department or somebody say, you know what, it looks like there's just so much violence and so much acrimony in the air. We think we should put off elections. Mm hmm. Uh, let's just put him off for like a, a month until this or then you already see that he's that they're trying to put off every in Trump's trying to put off voting on immigration or dealing with the immigration issue they're trying to move issues beyond yeah. the, the election to try so, to get you caught up and so mm-hmm. you don't they don't lose this vote even though I think they're working very hard to not ha- have it matter right <laughs> like but here's the thing how much would it take if there was they were like you know we've gotten a lot of terrorist threats so we're going to wait on voting this week, this year and, and we'll, then, do it, we'll do it in six months and when we, we know it's safe and they put it under the guise of civility. That's right. 
Because you continually, we continually allow them to frame what civility is. Let me tell you what your Democrats have to do. They, the only weapon they have in terms of the way our Constitution works, if they're going to follow those rules, is to not be there. Yeah. So when these votes come up on the Supreme Court justice, what I expect the Democrats to do is walk out. Yeah. Go home. And then the only, then I've read or that the the, I don't know if it's the sergeant at arms but however I think it might be the sergeant at arms they have the right constitutionally have the right to then go they can go use the military um, or maybe the secret service I don't know which branch but to go get representative senators and make them come back make them do that make them arrest you yeah because we cannot sit back and just talk about don't say don't say the truth to these people out in public it's not nice that's right like seriously we're dying out here these are people who are who know that the cops have been black lives matter is a movement have they know that the police are around this country seem more than willing to assault attack and even kill young black people and they are calling the cops on black children knowing that on the regular on the regular if you don't believe that this situation who was it who asked us the other day do we think it's worse right now and somebody said do you really think that racism is like it's really it's gotten worse or it's worse in the environment right now we went yes we basically screamed it because it was like are you serious dude yeah you have to ask so that's what we wanted to say this week that we wanted to say you know what we have to. We have. We all have to demand more. Not just uh, certainly out of our representatives, but and not ever let them off the hook. You see these people. Chuck Schumer just canceled his. The last week it was. Yeah. Canceled his. I um, couldn't believe it. Well, his, here's the thing. They were saying it had something to do with his, his plane. plane. There yeah. was plane, and it yeah. may very well have. I don't know, but I know that you should reschedule, Chuck. Yes. That's not okay. He but we also down home. we also need to require this out of the people reporting to us because they are not doing their job. Oh, and speaking of reporting, no one, I have not seen the story about Justice Kennedy's son. No, I've seen on it a few times. On television. Not on TV, though. I've not I, seen I it like on television. I feel like on TV, they, they're actually, the le- they're hyper not into doing stuff like that. I keep thinking it'll come up on Maddow. I don't know if it has. Yeah. I've, I've missed her the last I, I've watched. Days. I watch her every night. I've not seen Well, this that. could be, this is a little bit later after the fact, so it might have happened, but the point is, that we're not ask these questions because when somebody when you get a number from them of children that's an estimate that alone is worthy of a mm-hmm. serious questioning like I know I think I have like 12 rolls of toilet paper at home you need to know how many children you have in custody yep absolutely and that is our final word that everybody. is our final word now it's time for emails emails time to go get your emails that's right thank you for writing us at frangela08 at gmail.com we do respond to all of our emails even if we're a little bit behind, but we should be almost cut up. This is a thank you. Uh, this is from Alonzo T. I was having a really terrible week when the latest Supreme Court nonsense regarding Masterpiece Bakery. Uh, to add to my misery, there were plenty of people who were trying to walk back the impact and say, mm-hmm. it's not so bad. Mm-hmm. Thank, uh, thank you so much for saying fuck you to that. Uh, you have no idea how much it lifted me to hear the two of you unapologetically confront hatred head on without making excuses. And this week it is so much worse. Thank you so much for being my rock when I couldn't hope when I couldn't I hope I get the chance to repay the favor someday Alonzo just by being here you just did you just did Alonzo it it is let me tell you something it was a big deal and it is a big deal Mm -hmm. and I will never no 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 no. don't I hate when people tell me how to feel about that exactly exactly don't tell me not to be mad do something don't make me mad Mm -hmm. then I won't be mad next up many thanks from Barbara G. Mm-hmm. Francis and Angela. 
I do not know what I would do if I ha- if I did not have you to listen to every week on Friday. So we do the last hour with Stephanie Miller and on the podcast. I listen to Stephanie Miller religiously, but you two keep it so real. My husband died from a rare and aggressive form of cancer in 2014. Sorry. If he were alive to see this debacle, I have no doubt that we would be living in another country. I can barely sleep at night knowing that our country and democracy is being destroyed by this monstrous tragedy that was illegally and immorally elected to the presidency of the United States of America. I can't even speak to my conservative military brother because apparently he's okay with women being assaulted on the daily. I so wish that I could wave a magic wand and this sorry POS would be gone forever. Thank you for letting me vent all of my frustration and anger. By the way, who in this universe thinks it's perfectly okay to comment on Malia's, Malia Obama's body or any woman's body so freaking fed up? Love you to the moon and back, Barb, not a size zero G. Thank you for writing, Barb. Yeah, this is the thing, you know... Feel your feelings. Say what. Say what you believe. Mm-hmm. You don't have. Don't let anybody shut you up or tell you what you can't talk about yes. ever. And you have the right to your righteous indignation. It's better. Let me tell you something. It's a lot better than sad. Yes. <laughs> and oh, we love you. You're lovely. We love you. We love you. Now it's time for resistance wrap up to give you actionable items in addition to your regular calls to mm. your representatives and senators uh, at 202-224-3121 this week and we've talked about the poor people's campaign before yes but I wanted to bring it up again because they are out here doing it and we have a friend Kelly House who she's been really active in it it's really inspirational and it's a great place for you way for you to get involved yeah um, and to physically get involved if you're looking for like a way to sort how do I get out there and be an activist besides mm-hmm. just you know and of course get people to vote but over the past uh, two years the poor people's campaign has made a national call for moral revival it's reached out to communities in more than 30 states across the nation they've met thousands of people and they go out and they are protesting actively every week and they have the huge I can't even we can't read it to you um, but they came together it's all these different groups came together and came up with this I want to say it's like 18 points right. um, that basically the concept behind this is it this poor people's campaign was started in 1967 by Martin Luther King Reverend Dr. King Jr. Um, and he died very soon after uh, this started so I think he wasn't able to attend the march but they obviously he he was assassinated but right he, um, they had the march the organization has sort of been out of the public's mind I think they've there's a, a Reverend uh, William Barber yes has really done the work of resurrecting it and what's important about it it's a campaign about the immorality of poverty the immorality of a you know police state the immorality of you know violence and and um not having quality for lgbtq and right. i and for women it yeah. covers a lot of things so go to that website check them out and get involved yep we want to thank you so much for listening. We want to thank, also remind you that you can pick up our other podcast, Idiot of the Week, which will be dropping tomorrow. That's right. Okay. It's separate from this podcast and it's just stupid stuff. And we want to thank our producer, Joey Salvia, Lindsay Floyd, and Jack Silver. Thank you so much for listening to The Final Word. Westwood One Podcast Network, the Curiosity Podcast with Cody Goff and Ashley Hamer from the award-winning Curiosity.com. We're the hosts of the Curiosity Podcast, and we're curious. How is a person supposed to know what's true? What makes someone a night owl? We talk to experts who can answer questions like these. The Curiosity Podcast. Download and subscribe at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and the Westwood One Podcast app. Free from the Westwood One Podcast Network.
surprised that newsmakers try to manipulate the audience. They want you to believe that they are the one holding the line and they'll use any trick they can to get you there. But don't let them fool you. Get unspun. I'm Amanda Sturgill. I've been a reporter, and today I teach future reporters to cut the spin and think critically about what newsmakers say. My podcast, Unspun, shows you how to know when you're being manipulated by the news. Learn to spot the tricks and how to make up your own mind about what's true. So if you're tired of being fooled by the news, subscribe to Unspun today. Unspun, because you deserve the truth.